At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. This is the Nightcap on VSN, the sports betting network. Yes, it was. Yes, it was. That's Sean King, former Super Bowl champion and owner of a Minnesota minus six ticket. I'm Tim Murray. I'm the owner of a under 45 ticket for West Virginia and Minnesota. It is guaranteed rate bowl night here on the nightcap. And bring in a man who knows a thing or two about the great Twin Cities. That is Eric Eager from Pro Football Focus. Mr. Eager. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. How are you, sir? And uh, can you give us some love for your, uh, was it hometown? You're from the Twin Cities, right? Your, your hometown Gophers? Not only that, I'm currently in uh, St. Paul, Minnesota right now. Nice. Um, I am watching this game, Tim. I'm unfortunately on 44 and a half over. Oh, no. Uh, I know. So we're on different sides. I, was, uh, I had 22 first half. That interception was a killer. Um, but that's okay. I took some Houston live today when they got behind Auburn. Nice. Uh, so I, I'm, I'm a little bit flush today, so I'm, I'm happy, but yeah, we're on different sides of that one. I can understand, uh, why you like under, and it, it has been a charmed first half for you, uh, for that side of the bet. Yeah. West Virginia's offense looks like, uh, not great, but they had that touchdown. You never know late touchdown. Well, the best players out. Uh, yeah. So we will, uh, but we're, we're talking to Mr. Eager, uh, to talk some NFL and, you know, we here we are, two weeks left in the season. Still some things, you know, left up in the air. The AFC North is fascinating. Uh, you know, Eric, we were just looking at it. Now, obviously, things don't play out this way because uh, if they did, you know, we would all just make a ton of money. But if the odds bear true in the AFC North, the Browns, believe it or not, would win that division. So uh, I don't know how, how much time you've taken to look at, at, at the AFC North. Bengals have Chiefs, Browns, Ravens have Rams, uh, Steelers, Browns have Steelers, Bengals, Steelers have Browns and Steelers, uh, Browns and Ravens, excuse me. How do you think the AFC North ultimately plays out here? Well, actually, it's funny you say that. I, I'm, I have an article on PFF.com going out tomorrow, which is basically going through all of these uh, scenarios. And the most likely scenario, Tim, is the one that you're talking about. Uh, 41% of the time, the game on Monday Night Football 
is going to basically determine which one of those teams, the Steelers or the Browns, has a real chance of winning the AFC North uh, come next week, right? So, um, you know, if if the Bengals lose as home underdogs to the Chiefs uh, and the Ravens lose at home as home underdogs to the Rams and, and Cleveland wins this week uh, against Pittsburgh, a, Cleveland will be the host of basically an AFC North title game next week between the Browns and the Bengals. Uh, and and I, I can't think of something more AFC North 2021 than that. So looking at the the futures right now, I think DraftKings, let me pull it up at this moment in time. I believe it's five to one right now for the mm. Browns to win. Is that something that uh, you would recommend at this point in time? Because basically the way you're laying it out is, like the Browns went on the road against Pittsburgh on Monday night. The Bengals do what we all kind of expect them to do, which is lose to the Chiefs. You're going to be in a pretty advantageous spot, assuming the Ravens lose to the Rams. I guess that's kind of the the caveat to all of this. Yeah, I think that the the hard part with all of those is is you're usually better off just rolling over money lines. Right. So you know the way the way that things are constructed, and again, not everybody has the same privilege as we do as far as you know having access to outs, and, and even you guys in Vegas can actually just go up to the counter and bet them. But you know the idea would be if I were in the Browns position here, I probably would money line parlay the Rams and and the Chiefs. Um, before I would bet the future on on the uh, Cleveland Browns, just because again, like the, to me, you're going to have that money left over, and then you can reevaluate. You know, Monday night minus three, uh, and then roll that over uh, into uh, you know Sunday next week against uh, Cincinnati at home. I think that's probably your better because if anything changes, for example, like COVID stuff, you can you can abort the bet right and so i think this year and last year specifically are more the years where instead of betting futures right now uh you're, you're more likely better off just betting you know sort of rolling over the money you know the parlays you want to do but or even the money lines that you want in the, those particular games you know eric i actually have a 12 to 1 ticket on pittsburgh to win the afc north call me crazy but i just <laughs> i saw something i don't think you're crazy i, I saw possible. something I, sometimes i see dead people you know, like one of those deals, like the second half you of Minnesota. You might be seeing a dead team right now, Sean. Right. In the second half of Minnesota, I thought they had an epiphany, and they were, you know, back to the glory days. And obviously the Kansas City game showed that they're not. But what kind of scenario do I need in order to cast this 12-1 to ticket on Mike yeah, Tomlin actually, and the Steelers? Yeah, well, the first one is you need the team that beat up on them uh, this 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 week to basically the the idea is that if the Bengals win against the Kansas City Chiefs, nothing matters. They win the AFC North, so that you need the Chiefs to win. Uh, in addition, there um, and then I believe you need uh, you know the if the Ravens were to win at, at against the Rams, I do believe the Steelers have a shot. Um, and that's if Pittsburgh wins against Cleveland and the Steelers win against the Ravens and Cleveland wins over the Bengals. So basically, all the underdogs, therefore, have to hit um, after the Chiefs beat the Bengals. That's the idea. Um, if the Bengals and the Ravens both lose, then Pittsburgh just has to beat Cleveland and hope that the Bengals beat Cleveland. Or sorry, the Bengals lose to the Browns. So it's, again, all the, all the underdogs have to win in order for Pittsburgh uh, to make it to the AFC North uh, you know, crown. Talking once again to Eric Eager at PFF underscore Eric on Twitter. Uh, Was he indirectly telling me to just burn my ticket? Uh, I, no, Sean. Underdogs <laughs> win all the time. 
I'm just joking. Sean, you guys were underdogs in the a- NFC title game to, to Philly on the road when you won the Super Bowl, man. You know. I don't know what you're talking about. I didn't know what the line was. Sure you did. <laughs> I actually didn't at that point. Yeah, at that point. I actually, I'm actually just making it up. I just know you guys were on the road, so I figured you were underdogs. But I'm sure uh, we were. I, I, we could find yeah. it. Yeah. Find yeah. We could find yeah, it. You I'm guys sure. were like and, a pick or something to the Raiders. I didn't believe. Yeah, the Raiders. I felt like the Raiders were a popular, popular team in that Super Bowl. They got yeah. crushed. Yeah, you and and Sean invented photo. Have you heard, Eric, that Sean invented photo bombing? I did uh, on, in that Super Bowl. I did. Look, I, I that that's that's excellent. That's awesome. Yeah, that was a that was one of the few uh, blowouts we've had in a Super Bowl over the last twenty five years. Uh, and uh, Aaron, let us know. Eagles minus four. Yeah. I'll By the way, uh, I, you know we 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 have Eric on to. Uh, to to break down games, but I don't know. He's sitting in his like lazy boy back He's at, relaxed, his, at he? his parents' house or something like that right now, or his in-laws. And I, I just, you know what, Eric, we got there, baby. Washington under eight and a half. <laughs> what a victory! Oh my god, I was in this small I'm town. He was in for an Eames chair because of that bet, I think. Oh my goodness, I was sitting in this. Uh, I, I on Sunday night. I took my son and my wife. We went down to the Polar Express in Williams, Arizona. There's a small little bar. We go to it afterwards. My son's having the time of his life. He's eating a pizza. And I look up, and it's 50 to, you know, it's like 49 (laughs) to 7. And there's a big old grin on my face. Like, there it is. We got there, baby. And we got so much grief, Eric, about this bet. I couldn't tell you how many times we go, oh, no way. That's an easy victory. Okay. Yeah, sure. Yeah, sure. So, well done uh, by you, and a little pat on my back too, because that uh, that was that was glorious. The polar. That's Express. awesome. Yeah, and uh, the one that the one that I need to get home, guys, is uh, is the Falcons. I need the Falcons to somehow pull one more victory out. Uh, I'm not optimistic, but uh, we'll see. All right, before we let you run, because I know it's kind of elaborate, so I want to give you some space. We got about two and a half minutes, so the floor is yours. Uh, break down. Uh, these parlays that you really are, are keying in on these final two weeks of the season? Yeah, I think that you can get, if your book allows it, I think you can get some really um, good opportunities here. So take, for example, so the Kansas City Chiefs with a win in Cincinnati and a Miami win in Tennessee will clinch the one seed in the AFC. We know historically that Andy Reid has benched his starters in games that don't matter. And so you can parlay situations like that with games that are currently lined incorrectly if a team is benching their starters. So right now, Kansas City 425 game uh, in week 18 are three-point favorites in Denver. So money line on Denver is plus 135. If you throw a plus 135 money line into a parlay um, with basically any team right now, it's going to be a massive payout. And, And in essence, you know, that might end up being like a minus 150, minus 200 play when it's all said and done in Denver's favor. So to me, the one of the things you can do this week is to look around and find scenarios where a team basically clinches something and parlay that with what would happen the following week, week 18, if they were to clinch something, because those lines are going to change substantially in many cases as a result. So try to get a three, you know, a three-team parlay payout for a two-team parlay price. That's pretty interesting when it you is. think about it. Uh, so scenario-wise, you know, the Chiefs, off the top of your head, what are some scenarios we should be looking at? Uh, the Packers, they have to win out, so I, I think they're going to be playing their starters regardless. Are there any scenarios? We only it, have about 45 minutes. What are some scenarios we should be looking for? 
If Dallas were to lose to Arizona, I be, and Green Bay were to beat Minnesota, I believe you get the They're one done. seed. Okay. So so that's one. If you parlay Arizona, Green Bay, and then and then parlay Detroit, who is going to play hard in Week Seventeen, you know Danny Dimes, Dimes Campbell. So that's another one where you could think about that'd be a three par, three team parlay. You would get Detroit at the back end at plus three seventy five even. So that's one. If they close it, let's say a pick 'em. If Green Bay is starting uh, Jordan Love. You you could get a very nice uh, come up there. Well, Eric, enjoy that uh, enjoy that lazy boy. It looks very comfortable. It does. It looks, looks like he's just about to kick those feet up, sit back, and he's going to root against me. But you know what? Grab a nice <laughs> bourbon. I just, I just think about the the victory we had together, Washington under eight and a half. Eric, always a pleasure, man. Enjoy uh, enjoy the holidays. You guys as well. Happy New Year, guys. Yeah, there he you is. too, man. Eric Eager. Follow him on Twitter at pff underscore Eric. It is the nightcap here on Beast. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. This is the Nightcap on VSN, the Sports Betting Network. If you're looking for more sports betting discussion around your local teams, Bet Rivers has you covered. Bet Rivers has launched a series of city casts designed to tackle sports betting from the local perspective. There are city casts in Chicago, Denver, Detroit, L.A. with Danielle Alvari, New York, Will the Thrill Hill, Philly, Pittsburgh, and now in the nation's capital with my guy Frank Hanrahan. I'll be on his city cast tomorrow. Subscribe to your local city cast wherever you get your podcast. It is the nightcap here on Beeson alongside Sean King. I am Tim Murray. Halftime, the guaranteed rate bowl. Minnesota and West Virginia, 15-6, to the halftime score. Gophers leading the Mountaineers. Sean's on at minus six, close six and a half, most spots. And I got the under 45. You're in-game looking at 42 and a half, and Minnesota 12 and a half. So right now we're both in good spots, but I'd feel much better if West Virginia had never scored a touchdown. <laughs> well, we got the interception. We got the interception, right. so no points before the end of the half. Uh, as you mentioned, and as I mentioned, reason big reason why I ultimately played the under was the pace of play for Minnesota. They're one of the slowest in the nation. And up nine, hopefully our guy uh, PJ mm-hmm. row the boat there will uh, slow things down a little bit. The good thing is if they can get one more score and extend this lead, 
And he'll take the air completely out of the ball. I just get worried that maybe we see West Virginia trying to speed it up a little bit. I don't know. Yeah. We will see. So I, I do have a question for you. So Eric brought up an interesting point, and he was talking about yeah. potentially parlaying some things this week with what are, in essence, bad lines currently. Right. But where – just start here locally in Vegas. Where can you find – Next week's NFL lines already available. I'm pulling it up right now. The Westgate Superbook is usually one. Um, they pulled it up. Uh, yeah, Westgate does have it. So let me pull it up right now. Uh, so you got week 18 lines. You don't have money lines. Um, but you do have, you know, for instance, the game that he mentioned, I think was an interesting one. Denver. Denver. So the Broncos host the Chiefs in week 18. Right now at the Westgate Superbook, the Broncos are getting three. If the Chiefs win on Sunday as a five-point road favorite at the Cincinnati Bengals, there's a good chance they will be resting their starters as they will be the number one seed in the NF- in the AFC. So the Titans, they play this weekend the Dolphins at home. Uh, I don't think... Let me double-check this. Kansas City and the Titans, do they have a... So they played head-to-head, and Kansas City lost to the Titans. So Tennessee, if Tennessee beats the Dolphins this week, Kansas City won't be able to rest their starters. Right. But if Tennessee loses to the Dolphins this week, then Kansas City would be able... Right? Is that fair? Right. So that's why his money line parlay would be Dolphins... Chiefs, and then next week, the Broncos. Broncos. That would be his three uh, plays right there. So, there you go. Eric Smart, sometimes his thought process kind of goes over my head. Well, the interesting thing was if the Broncos lose to the Chargers, what do they have to play for next week? That's true. Drop them to seven to nine. And I'm just, I'm not, you know, I'm trying to find a way to do it. You know me. Right. (laughs) Uh, So, no, it was was certainly an interesting way uh, Interesting way to look at it. By the way, second half line in this game, Minnesota minus four. Would you do it? No, I've got enough invested already. <laughs> yeah. Agreed. I am, uh, I'm good on my under. Let hopefully. it fall with me. Three sacks, bunch of pressures. Keep it up there. I'm a little nervous about my parlay tomorrow because I'm taking all three favorites. I know. That's, but the good thing is if I get to the Oregon-Oklahoma game, I can hedge it slightly with Oregon. And guarantee a win. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. Because I'm going to take Oklahoma money line. Right. Right. So you could middle it, too. Could. You could go. If you're, if you're, if you're live, let's say Maryland and Clemson win, mm-hmm. and you're live and you've got Oklahoma money line, you, you take the points with Oregon. Right. And you win both. Win both. You can middle that. You'd have a six and a half point. Who knows where that number goes off? True. Could go off over seven. So. Depends on how much I decide to put on it. Because I, I might just take Oregon money line, which is yeah. Once again, right. I mean, I think that's the which I could I wouldn't the I wouldn't be, route to go right. I wouldn't be able to middle it then, but right. I mean that plus two hundred looking real juicy. Yeah, it was like plus what two ninety? I think that's what Aaron said. It's plus two hundred for the three. Wait, oh no 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 the three yes the yeah. three are plus two ninety yes. We'll see. Be nice. Yeah, I got Maryland and, and Clemson in one. Uh, I really hope. And, you know, Maryland takes care of it. We'll, we'll hold off on that because we'll, we'll hit on the games to close out, yeah. to close out, the, uh, close out the show. We've got uh, 
One, two, three. Three bowl so games tomorrow. If you're interested in the teaser that uh, Eric Eager from Pro Football Focus talked about earlier, Westgate here in Las Vegas does have the spreads look ahead for Week 18. They yeah. don't have the money lines for those games, but they do have the Correct. spreads available. Um, the Green Bay Packers, mm-hmm. they're now at DraftKings, a massive favorite to be the number one seed. They are 2-1 to one to win the NFC. Hmm. Let me ask you this question, Sean. Who's more likely to win their conference? The Green Bay Packers or the Chiefs? Pretty equal odds. Chiefs are plus 175. Chiefs by far. Packers plus 200. I agree. Yeah, the opposition. I I mean, here's the deal. When you look at Kansas City, without knowing if Derrick Henry is going to be healthy, Tennessee's not even remotely the same team. Agreed. Cincinnati, that's a cool story, but nobody thinks that Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase, first and second year players, are going to Arrowhead and beating Patrick Mahomes and company. Buffalo has already beaten them. That's a dangerous team because they've already beaten them there, but they didn't beat this version of the Chiefs. That was early in the season when they were three and four and they were struggling. And, I mean, New England and Miami, as much as I love New England and I have a 16-1 to ticket, Mac Jones is turning the ball over. Miami, that offense is vertically challenged in the passing game. I just don't see those teams going, whereas Green Bay, I mean, if Dak and that defense come to Lambeau, they can win. If the Rams, they lost at Lambeau earlier, but they're playing better. They can win. You know the Bucks can win. They did it last year. Yep. I just think the NFC, you know, is a little more dangerous, you know, on the top than the AFC is. Oh, I, I think there's no de- uh, no debate. And, oh, my God. That's good for me. Why didn't I bet the second half? Minnesota is just going to bully That's West good Virginia. for me. It's good for you. Yeah. I'm getting nervous. We but s- I'm telling you, like, when P.J. gets the lead, down on the when P.J. Here. gets the lead, he's going to sit on the ball. Yeah, this. I've is- seen this happen before. He's going to sit on the ball now if they get the lead. That's what you want. Should have laid it with. What am I? Why didn't I lay it with Minnesota? Well, there was also in don't game, jinx my bet. There was in game seven and a half, and it was still scoreless. Should have done it. Then. By the way, Golden State was down twelve, like Tied a minute and thirty ago. <laughs> it was a tie ball game. What they do? Yeah. What they do? What was the second half line? Let me live on the air. Uh, oh, they're gonna flea flicker. Don't throw a touchdown. It's okay. If, if you're going to score, Minnesota, just take your time. Why Tell not them. throw the ball away? I'm just asking. Uh, the second half line was Golden State minus nine and a half, but they were down like 20, was it 23? I think they were down 23 at halftime. So if you played that, you're feeling pretty good. Now, overtime, never like that. But, yeah, they were down Dogs go to die. 60 to 36 at halftime, down 24. And they were laying nine and a half. Bro, literally a minute and 30 of game time. They were down 12. It was just 84-72. What they do, man. When you have Steph Curry, uh, you can do crazy things like that. Uh, so. Yeah, Tanner Morgan's making me nervous, by the way. <laughs> you were just singing his praises earlier <sighs> in the show. That was last half. Man, he's, he's making me nervous. All right, so let's stick with the AFC. Biggest threat to the Chiefs is who? Is Derrick Henry available or no? Yes. Uh, then Tennessee. Yeah. Uh-huh. Second threat, Andy. They could play each other in the first round. I know. It's good for Kansas City. Yeah. Kansas City, to your point, they want some shenanigans to happen because it reseeds and the lowest-seeded team will go to Kansas City 
in the divisional weekends. Well, they, they left for Miami to win. They don't want Indianapolis coming there. Yeah, or, or, or Buffalo. Buffalo right now is the fourth seed. Right, yeah, yeah. if chalk prevails. Yeah. I think Buffalo, Buffalo's going to win out, so they'll be 11-6. and six. I think Cincinnati, Cincinnati, you know, Chiefs playing, it's the Chiefs, this game this weekend, obviously it's important for them not only to try to secure the one seed, but it, I think they'd much rather play Cincinnati than play Buffalo. Here's what's interesting because of only, only one team getting a bye. And, and this is fascinating in the NFC. Like, two, three, and four are huge. You know, because if two beats seven, three beats six, four beats five, four is going to Green Bay. Right. Who is that going to be? Right. So, I mean, it, Dallas, L.A., and Tampa, like, they're in a dogfight. Not necessarily to get out of the first round, but to not have to go to Green Bay in the second round. So, Dallas lost to Tampa Bay in week one. But if there's a three-way tie, then that would go to Dallas based off of conference record. Nine and one. In the so, NFC. Dallas really needs L.A. and Tampa to take care of business. We'll talk more Dallas on the other side tonight. This is the Nightcap on VSN, the Sports Betting Network. any part of our show or anything on the VSIN schedule today, don't forget to check out our free sports betting podcast. Catch replays of all our shows or download and listen on your schedule. Go to vcin.com slash podcasts and get Beating the Book with Gil Alexander. Market Insights with Josh Applebaum. Plus, we've got Hardwood Handicappers, the Lombardi Line, Follow the Money, Coast to Coast Hoops, and many more. They're all free, available now at vcin.com slash podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. It is the nightcap here on VEASAN. Late night sweats going on. Yes, we have. 15 to 6, Minnesota leading Can West Virginia. Can I get Virginia. a pick six here? Nah, let's get an interception and then a slow, methodical drive. That that would be cool with me. I'll even let West Virginia cut a couple first downs first and, and then a pick six. Really? Yeah. So, Aaron, just let me know. I wasn't, that wasn't really to you. So, Minnesota is facing third and 20. Did P.J. Fleck call it? P.J. Fleck calls timeout a minute and 40 seconds into the second half on third and 20. And the play that they run out of the timeout is a handoff. And it loses two yards. Yeah, I saw it. It ran outside zone. (laughs) (laughs) What? Just take the five yards, man. That's what he's doing. He's intense, man. He is. He's intense. Their defense is playing hard. Just need need to keep the points off the board here, boys. We almost got our pick six. Got to keep the points off the Almost board. got our pick six right there. All right. There. So, the Circa Survivor Matrix is out. Only five. Get him. Get him. Get him. There we go. There we go. So, only five people are remaining. By the way, congratulations to those five. Yeah. It's incredible. It is. It really is. Now, you've got two weeks left. What do you do? Well, one of the entries has the Bucks. That is correct. So I Return of Survivor Five has the Bucks. Yeah, I'm definitely taking Tampa and I'm hedging the Jets money line because they're like plus five fifty, if I'm not mistaken. So if for some yep. unforeseen it, reason plus five fifty. Yeah. Or you can put a 
There's a 575 out there. Sack him. Sack right. him. Right. Thank you. So, I mean, if for some reason, you know, the Jets win, you pick up a half a million dollars. I mean, I'm at least putting 100000 on All the right. Jets' money line. So, the one player who has... Because they are playing for $6 million. I just wanted to put that out there. Yeah, that's a lot of money. people. Yeah, so it's not like... When I say that, it's not like... Because it's your normal deal, like... You find uh, you find a way right. to get a hundred grand, yeah, and put it on. Yeah, I agree, absolutely. All right, so if you're the one guy with Tampa, you take Tampa, right? Just looking at the biggest spreads on the board right now, you've got Bills, Patriots, Bucks. So the Patriots. No one has the Patriots. Yeah. They're I mean, going. I feel like, I don't think, yeah, no one has the Patriots left. Right. That's that's what that was. Yeah. I I don't think anyone has the Bills two, left. Two people have San Francisco. Right. It was the 49ers and 49ers, Bucks, Bears, Seahawks were the teams that everyone else had. I don't think anyone has the Bills. No. Nope. And no one has the Patriots. So those two large favorites right. Off the board. So the deal, because I had this conversation at, at my elite cigar lounge in Fuego Cigars in Henderson. You guys come through. Um, and you're always invited. And the issue I had with this is now you're rolling the dice with Trey Lance. And who knows how that's going to go. Could go great. It's true. Could go bad. Like Kyle Shanahan's exact quote was, well, this is the first time he's practiced in a month since we got him. He's had some good days. He's had some bad days. You know, we're, we're looking for improved performance. So I, that didn't give me much confidence if I'm playing for a potential $6 million win. Now, the caveat to that. And the Texans have won two in a row. Is, you know, at the South Point, you can get Houston at 6-1 to one on the money. So, yes, you'd be rolling the dice on winning $6 million on a rookie in Trey Lance. But you'd have a great hedging opportunity to make $600,000. So so we have some, we can throw up some yes. survivor facts here. Of week 17 of the largest favorite, no one has the Bills, no one has the Patriots, as you alluded to. Yep. Return of Survivor has the Bucks available. You got to play that. Mm-hmm. My Cool One in Syracuse Hawkeyes has the 49ers available. Mm-hmm. No one has the Colts, which I don't know if you'd want to play right now. The week 18 bonus million, three entries are available if you make it the entire way and you don't use the Chiefs or the Bucks. My cool one until, until week, week 18. 18. Right. Which, by the way, so let's go back to what Eric was talking about. Let's go back to uh, Return of the Survivor there with the with the Buccaneers. I, I feel like you have to use the Bucks this week because of what everyone else does not have available. Yeah. Because no one has the Bills or Patriots, who are the other two huge favorites. So you get, just for clarification, you get an extra million dollars if you hold the Bucks until week 18? And they play the Panthers at home. Yeah, I know. I'm not worried about the extra million. What I'm trying to do is get the week 18. Because watch what, watch what happens now. When you look at this schedule for tomorrow, only one guy has the Bucks. No one has the Bills and Patriots, who are the other two huge favorites. Only one person has Trey Lance and the 49ers. Two people. Two people have the same. I thought. Uh, Two people have San Francisco. It says one. No, Michael oh, okay. one. Oh, I couldn't see. The, I couldn't Hawk see the name on the left. Okay, so two people have 
the 49ers. That, to me, is a coin flip with Trey Lance starting at quarterback. So that means there are five teams left. Two of them have none of the four huge favorites. Right. So they are essentially in toss-up games. Basically, they're going to be a situation where they have to take a road favorite. Kansas City on the road, the Rams on the road, you know, that type of situation. We've seen in 2021 that's not necessarily a dependable route. So I think you got to take the Bucs because you could very easily end up with only three people left next week. And now, you know, $2 million is, is that's not bad for a $1,000 buy-in. Yeah. <laughs> you know? So for the person who has the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, they don't have San Francisco. They have Chicago available. Chicago is taking on the Giants at home. I mean, I wouldn't. I think if you've come this far. I wouldn't far, feel terrible about that. I mean, it's, Chicago's playing hard for Nagy. So. You know Nagy's fully invested. If He's you playing know, for his job. Because Tampa Bay, and by the way, I'm not playing for $6 million, so it's easy for me to say. But if you know that. Oh, yeah. Thank you, Tanner Morgan. Uh, if you know that. You could make a mil extra million dollars if you use Tampa Bay at home against the Carolina Panthers in week 18, and you've got Chicago available as a six-point favorite at home against the Giants. Do you risk it? To make an extra million dollars. You gotta get there though. True. Gotta get there. Would it matter to you? Would you feel more comfortable doing it if it was Nick Foles or if it was Justin Fields? Nick Foles, probably. Giants were a 3-3 at the half against Philly, then got a blip of, uh, uh, just eviscerated. What's their mindset right now? Well, I mean, they've shut Daniel Jones down, so if they're trying Jake Fromm out there, then right. I'm not afraid to take the Bears. But, I mean, Mike Glennon is much better, but, you know, I'd feel a little more, I'd be a little more worried if it was Glennon than if it's Jake Fromm. I think Chicago's still playing hard. I do, too. I mean, it's almost inconceivable, though, that you got this far. People got this far because they didn't trust teams like the Bears. Right. It is. Uh, I just feel like you got to take the Bucks. And I think it's. I mean, it's a smart move to do. Yeah. However, I mean, if you're this close, I'll do it next week. Next week. Good. He made the field goal. Yeah. Awesome. I just heard him missing the field goal. Uh, Eighteen to six. Can I get a little like? Good lord. Five fifty-three to go. That guy missed a 20-some-odd yarder. Now he makes a 48-yarder. I mean, can I get a little cushion here? I have the minus six. Yeah, you got 12. You're good, Yeah, man. so now a touchdown puts me at the opening number of five, which I don't have. Yeah, but they'll go for two. Oh, my gosh. Maybe. 18-6 to six in the uh, in the bowl uh, down in uh, guaranteed rate bowl there in uh, in Phoenix. All right, so we figured out what a couple people are going to do. What do the others do? So the people who don't have San Francisco or Tampa Bay, that would be Chris Piper. He's got no Chicago. Who do the Chargers play this week? Mm. Chargers or Broncos? They're home. Char- They're home versus the Broncos. If it's Drew Locke, I'm not afraid to take the Chargers. I think that's the way you got to go. They're if five and a half Bri- point. If favorite. it's Teddy Bridgewater, I'm probably less likely to play that game. My question, my question would be for the guys that have a. Uh, Kansas City. I mean, Kansas City's won, what, nine games in a row? 
Yep. But you're on the road at Cincinnati? Well, they, they, they won on the road during that nine-game stretch. I think if you're, my, if, you're, if you're my cool one who has San Francisco, you take San Francisco over Kansas City. Ah, you're dealing with Trey Lance, man. That's true. I don't know that I'm rocking and rolling with that idea. We wrap things up. Take a look at the bowl slate for tomorrow next. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare this is the nightcap on vsin the sports betting network Save 50% off a VEASAN all-access subscription for the rest of the football season with our big game special. Get access to our in-depth matchup analysis, trends, and picks for every game and sport on the schedule, including our exclusive betting splits showing you where the money is going on every game. Sign up now, and you'll get our daily best bet emails, weekly betting guides, 24-7 video, plus our bowl betting guide covering every bowl game. For only $39 at vsin.com slash subscribe. It is the nightcap here on vsin, a field goal made by Minnesota. And somehow, when Minnesota scores points, it triggers West Virginia. Hey, maybe we should play some offense. And now here they go. On the move, Sean. Well, I don't like it. You got to run some clock, right? Yeah, I just, I prefer three and outs. Getting better. When you're at 24, you know, it's one, three touchdowns. That'll be, be a two in there somewhere. Yep, there we go. West Virginia moving the not ball good. down the field. Moving it on down the field. That's not good Garrett Dagey for is, I don't like it. I don't you're like fine. it. I told you final scores will be 30 to 6. I said 30 to 7. I was off by a point. I'd be take, I'd take 30 to 7. Yeah. Take whatever whatever keeps West Virginia 6, I'm, I'm happy with. So 32 to 6. I've already seen a bowl game with that score this year, so let's uh, let's do that again. Um, but uh, that uh, those are the bets we are sweating. Now there we go, a little safety blitz, Sean. See, I told you it was never in doubt. Undetected. Game set match. All right, let's get to uh, the three bowl games tomorrow, Sean, yes. and we start Yankee Stadium. Yes, let's do this. Maryland taking on Virginia Tech. The Fenway Bowl, of course, has been uh, postponed. Uh, or canceled, I should say, not postponed. It has been canceled. Um, this was one of my early plays of the bowl season. 
And I got Maryland at a pick. It is now at three and a half. I would prefer it under three, but uh, <laughs> and even at this point, now, once again, you know, sometimes you hear people always say, like, well, I played it at this, and now it's at that. So, you know, on this show, when we made our five best picks for the bowl season, I right. had it pinned to the top of my Twitter page at one Tim Murray. You do. Pick was available. We made our picks at that time. We did. I still would look towards Maryland in this spot. Why? You're looking at, you know, Maryland and Virginia Tech. You would think, you know, talent-wise, maybe it would lean towards Virginia Tech. Seven starters are out for Virginia Tech. Including with, the two quarterbacks. Starting with their quarterback, Braxton Burmeister. Yeah. He's out. Arguably their most talented player, Jermaine Waller, getting ready for the NFL. Trey Turner, their leading receiver, getting ready for the NFL. Tavion Robinson, transfer portal, number two receiver, and third-team all-conference punt returner as well. So they take a hit to the special teams. I'm sorry, I'm staring deep, and that's an incomplete pass. Thank you. <laughs> there we go. Oh. It's so awesome when you get the live sweat on some of these games. I'm like, don't complete. Was that a fourth down? Or they got a punt? They got a punt. All right. Uh, their nose tackle, their edge rusher, their starting guard, all out. That was fourth down? I think it was third. Oh, they're going to commercial breaks. So that must have been. Well, you might be right. All right. Chew up that clock, PJ. Let's go. All right. You mentioned backup quarterback transfer portal, Knox Kadem. So the starter for Virginia Tech, Connor Blumrick, has thrown 16 passes this year. <laughs> he is more of a running guy. He's run the ball 41 times. Blumrick and Raheem Blackshear will no doubt be the offense for this entire game. Oh, by the way, Virginia Tech wrapped up the season beating their arch rival, Virginia, in the Commonwealth Cup. Additionally, their head coach got fired. The new head coach is waiting in the wings. J.C. Price is a dead man walking. See, this is why I call you the jinx. Because, you know, I don't want you to do all this because my guy Loxley. And I love I – Right. So they're just motivated, man. Just say you take Maryland. Well, don't, don't go into this di dichotomy of all these different reasons why we and make it look like they can't lose. Show. I'm not saying that. I know because it is then still Maryland. something crazy is going to happen. Two is going to sprain an ankle like on the first drive. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, come on. Look, I – Just I, let, let, let the sleepy pinstripe bowl in Maryland 35, Virginia Tech 14. I just think Maryland's fired up. Yeah. Read all the quotes. You listen to all the quotes. They're excited to be playing in this game. They'll have fans there. Absolutely. Virginia Tech is ready for the season to be over. Maryland hasn't been in a bowl game since 2016. Facts. Your guy, Mike Lockley, has never coached a game as a head coach in a bowl game. Three years at New Mexico, one year as an interim at Maryland, three years now at Maryland. He has never been the head man. I like Maryland. That's Even right. at that number, should have played it at pick. That's okay. I think you're still okay with Maryland. You agree with that. So 100%. We'll move, so we'll move on. Clemson, Iowa State, floor is yours. Clemson now here at Circa, minus two. So this is interesting because this is so much more than just a game for Clemson. This is about a culture, a way of life. Like Dabo believes that the new environment that exists in college football is bad. NILs, college free agency, meaning transfer portal, guys being lied to, guys being promised things that aren't being given. Like, he thinks this whole environment is completely bad for college football. So Clemson thinks that they do things the right way. You get most places with the budget, 
the yeah. resources that Clemson have. You lose Brent Venables, you lose Tony Elliott, you have to lose Jeff Scott. They go out and win the press conference. They go hire big-name guys. Clemson believes in promoting from within. They believe in development. They believe in loyalty. They believe in doing things the Clemson way. They want to prove that you don't have to go out and do things like some of these other programs are doing. So that's what's on the line here. And if you listen to Dabble closely, he's been saying it. He's frustrated. He's disgusted. And he wants to prove that things need to go back to the way they were. So I think Clemson's going to be locked in. They're going to be motivated. This game's going to mean a lot to them. For Dabble, it'll be getting to double-digit wins. You know, it'll be something that he'll sell on the recruiting trail. I like Clemson to win this game. I, I, do, I really do. I do, too. And, you know, Brees Hall opting out. I, I just think, and I said this a little bit earlier in the show, I think there's something up with Iowa State. You know, this is a incredibly disappointing year. You might think on the surface, Iowa State's going to play Clemson. This is huge for them. Outside yeah. of being in Ames in December? Not, not, no no, offense to anybody lives in True, Ames, Iowa. But last year they won the Fiesta Bowl. Now they're in the Cheez-It Bowl for the second time in three years. The last mm-hmm. time they were there, they got their butts whipped by Notre Dame. Uh, Brees Hall has opted out. This is the end of an era, right, of the All-American tight end, Kolar, uh, Brock Purdy, Brees Hall. Matt Campbell was flirting with USC. Would have taken Notre Dame if they had come calling. He would have been gone. This was the year for him to leave. They've got players in the portal. It just seems like something's a myth, a miss there with Iowa State. So I like Clemson uh, in this spot, and that's why you're starting to see the money go their way. Late night, we've got the wackadoo bowl. I mean, anything goes bowl. (laughs) Alamo Bowl, Oregon, and Oklahoma. Both head coaches said, peace, we're out. Lincoln Riley off to USC. Mario Cristobal back to his alma mater at the U. So in their place, we've got Bob Stoops for Oklahoma and Joe Moorhead, the offensive coordinator, has remained on to call plays. However, he has already taken a new job. He'll be the head coach at Akron. So, oh my gosh, interception. That's not good. Um, I told you Tanner Morgan was tripping. Well, his... Speaking of tripping, his wide receiver just tripped over himself there. Um, Oklahoma has had, you know. The ball was like eight feet behind him. <laughs> That's generally what happens. Starting to see some slipping and falling on a, on a baseball field. That is, uh, yeah, that is a not com- built. That's and, and, common. And here's what happens. Guys want to wear the shoes that look good. So they wear these molded cleats. See how that uh, doesn't have shoelaces. Like that, they like the way it looks, but they have molded cleats instead of the screw wins that you can get longer that give you more traction, and then they get out there looking like the bad news bears falling around everywhere. And <laughs> Jared Takey immediately fumbles the remaining <laughs> Just don't have three touchdowns in the fourth quarter. Yeah. Don't have three touchdowns in the fourth quarter. All right, give us your thoughts. We got to get out of here. We've been all over the place. I'm playing a three-team money line parlay tomorrow. I like all three favorites. Um, I'm going to take Maryland money line. I'm not dealing with the spread. Take Clemson money line and then finish it up with Oklahoma money line. I think our producer said it's plus 294 is what you get back on that. So, listen, wish me well tomorrow. I'll also bet all those games individually, and I'll bet those games with the spreads attached to them. But I'll be on all three favorites. I think you got to look over. Uh, in Oregon, Oklahoma. You like that? I do. Huh? Uh, it's 60 and a half right now. I, I think that's the way you got to look because, I mean, you can't bet under when it is the who gives a bleep hole. I mean, it is just <laughs> we're going to throw. We're never going to go, you know, never going to punt on fourth down. 
just just have fun you know we're at the alamo dome we'll go out on what's what's the the walk there with the river walk there yeah. after the game that's actually pretty nice it to be is honest. really nice down there yeah. all right that's gonna do well, it good for luck our tomorrow show. guys thanks to Vinny maiulo uh thanks to justin williams and thanks to eric eager for sean i'm tim scott is up next right here on vc at bed 365 we don't do ordinary we believe that every sport should be epic every home run every hit every inning every play from the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare